Hello, hello. Welcome to Sincerely Speaking. This week, I am so excited to have my friend Beata here with me. I won't even try to pronounce her last names because I will butcher them, but she will tell you what they are. But Beata is a life and leadership coach. We met a few weeks ago through a common mastermind that we have, and we hit it off right away. She is so intuitive, so amazing, and she works in a lot of the same things that I share with you guys. So I know that this conversation will resonate with you and will help you take your leadership to the next level. So I am really excited to see where this conversation goes, Beata. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much, Marcy, for having me here. I'm really honored to speak to you and to your audience. There is an obvious lack of leadership in the world. Nations without effective governments, businesses unable to adapt to crisis and change, schools where adults are afraid of children, and families that have lost their standing as the foundation of society. Is there any hope? What can anyone do to change this grim outlook? This is Sincerely Speaking, and here we will explore how self-leadership and the pillars of clarity, communication, connection, and competence can ignite the fire of change one spark at a time. I am Marcia Amaro, and I welcome you to this open conversation here in Sincerely Speaking. We are so excited, at least I am, and I know my audience will be thrilled once we uh, have this conversation and they get all the value that we're about to share with them. So, Beata, I always like when I have guests over, I always like to ask them how they got into the line of work that they do. We all have different journeys that lead us to wherever we are, but I think we can always learn so much from hearing another person's journey and how they discovered their area of passion and of value. So if you could share with us how you got started in this business, that would be an awesome way to start I think. Are you sure that we have that much time? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. How did I get to this business uh, through life? Uh, my personal experience took me first on turns and curves, and I felt at some point that, well, I cannot help myself. It's very hard to see sometimes from the inside of the box. But the, let me give you a little bit background because I'm sure uh, like every audience like, oh my gosh, but where her accent comes from? So maybe your audience is similar and going to ask you that question. So I'm Polish born, American made. Uh, I came to US uh, 11 years ago and uh, it was blessing and curse at the same time because I had to adjust to new culture, to new work uh, workplaces, work power dynamics, mm -hmm. everything. You know, you would think that we all in a, around the world live kind of similar or the work is similar, but it's not true. And especially the way we think is not <laughs> similar. So I had a lot of challenges in adjusting. It was just me. I had no family. The friends that I met before, everyone moved. And so I was like lonely and everyone probably knows how it is when you have uh, when you go through change plant or not plant change and at first I was kind of scared and like oh my gosh what did I do I'm not sure I cried to, to you know to my mom on the phone like mom maybe I should go home 
But deep down, I knew that it was my choice. Uh, so put your bigger pants on and toughen up, girl, again, as I had too many times before. <laughs> so it's what I did. I decided to hire a coach. Uh, I met my husband, at yeah, at that, my current husband, but at that time, just men and <laughs> we, we also started so everything was coming at me and so many of you can might feel the same that life business if you're an entrepreneur so hello how many challenges is there so if you are one of them sometimes you feel like life is coming at you and as I felt at that time and I'm I'm still very ambitious it, and it's I don't know why, but in the Pol Polish culture, back in the time, it was not so good when you were saying, so I, I still have this pattern in me that when I have to think twice, when I say ambitious, is it good or bad? It's good because when you are ambitious and healthy ambition, it will take you places because you won't quit. You won't give up on yourself. You can quit on others if it's not serving you. You can quit on jobs that are not serving you. You can quit on toxic bosses, but do never quit on yourself. And it's what I had to do. I many times was thinking about quitting, but then I remember, who do you want to quit on? Do you want to quit on something that is not working for you anymore? Or are you quitting on your dream and yourself? And that question was driving me through all my curves and challenges and I, I met bosses I call them bosses that were not so nice to me I met I was working for a very long time in hospitality customer service so you are constantly exposed to conversations with people and people are happy and not happy and when they are not happy they're gonna throw this on <laughs> you especially when you are in customer service so they throw their frustrations often at me saying like stuff like you go back to where you come from is there someone who really speaks english and at that time it was hard and painful and i was really uh, scared maybe I don't belong here maybe I should quit on myself maybe I should go to Poland all this you know stories that we create in our mind but then again I, I hired the coaches I followed the mentors and they showed me that the only opinion that matters and the story that matters is in me I have to start leading myself doesn't matter if I have the position, if I have the name. Every morning when I wake up, they said, go to the mirror and ask who is leading that person. And can you point, can you point someone else? You are lying to yourself because you are leading yourself. And if it's someone else, you are leaving someone else's story. So basically it was the snip, quick snapchat of what I really you know of my life and how I got into this business one day I decided this place this bosses this leadership is not serving me anymore and I'm gonna do it my way and help people in the way that effective leaders modern leaders powerful leaders in a good way because power can be good and can be bad depends yeah. how you want to use it <laughs> so, yeah absolutely it's, oh it's my gosh there's up here 
there's so much to unpack in your story. I've been writing down like a few little words that I don't want to forget. So, um, but before we dive into all the other things, I think the key thing to start with is this idea of change, right? Of making the decision to change. And we'll talk more about decision particularly in a minute. But so many people are terrified of change. Like some people, it seems like people tend to be at the extremes, right? They either love and embrace change, or they are terrified of change. And a lot of the people listening might be thinking, oh, that's easy for you to say, you know, you just change. Wonderful. But if they are the at that part of the segment, where they're terrified of change. What do you think would be the most productive and positive way to start shifting the way they look at change? Well, um, maybe when I will say what I'm going to say, might be like, might sound simple and might sound, well, I'm not sure, but it's true. It's what we all were. And, and come on, I'm Polish. I still have this accent. Some people saying broken English. Okay, my English can be broken, but I am not broken because it was my decision. And you mentioned decision. You have to make a decision when, it, what is it, the business or life? It doesn't matter. We are terrified. We are terrified of the unknown the most. So when you are in that position, and when I was in that position, I learned that I had to ask my questions are my favorite tools always. I had to ask myself if staying where I am is enough scary or done the unknown that I want to step into. And if the thought of staying where I am was terrifying and you can feel it in your body or in me my stomach my like everything is like tension. It's, it's it's like discomfort inside it's like oh no this is the sign for me yeah. that I have to do it with the fear fear it and do it and you know fear and growth go hand in hand yeah. if you don't do it what you feel in the, your heart that you should be doing and stay where you are, you're going to find yourself in the same position in a week, in a year, in 10 years, and then think what is more scary, making that step into unknown and see what happens. But usually I promise you, there is something better than what you have where you are right now, always. Absolutely. I was listening to you talk and I was reminded of the story I heard a while ago uh, of this guy who went to visit this older gentleman and the gentleman was sitting on a porch with a dog next to him and the dog was whining and whimpering and whining and whimpering. And the guy asked the old man, why is, why is the dog whining? And the old man said, he's sitting on a nail. And then the guy was like, well, why doesn't he move? And the old man said, it must not be bothering him enough, right? So it's this idea of, are you going to keep sitting on the nail that's bugging you? just whining and complaining, or are you going to move, right? So when the discomfort is worse than the thought of moving, that's right. when you make a choice, right? Absolutely. You have, it's a decision. You have to move or stay where you are and what is more scary. Even moving from Poland for me, I, I was excited past because, right, we make decisions or stay in discomfort based on our past experiences and yeah. the story that we created about them. And I had that before I came and leave, started living permanently in US, I had, I was a student, I had a great time and I didn't even think about the challenges that are ahead of me, but 
I, I know that it's not enough time, but my one my main reason why I moved, it was discomfort that I had in Poland. My long time relationship, 11 years just before I was ready to, to marry that man ended. And the discomfort and pain of that was so big that I had to do something. And I was like, okay. I'm going to go to United States. That was less scary than staying there with family and friends, <laughs> just knowing that my relation ended. So sometimes the reasons are crazy, silly, or it was like a really, that's why you move. But yes, it was my reason to move far away from pain. But I just started with new life, new pain. It, it's life. It's Absolutely. a, you know. It's what we go through cycles like that. And then what you're going to do with it, the decision about the change is the most important. Absolutely. Now let's dive right into decision making, right? Because what I find is hardest about making decisions, and you correct me if you think something different, right? But is this idea of FOMO, right? What if I miss out on something? What if I make the wrong decision? How can we keep that fear of missing out or of making the wrong decision? How can we stop that from paralyzing us in making the decision? I'm sorry, you broke at the, the what we how oh, we make. Sorry. <laughs> how do we keep the fear of making the wrong decision or missing out paralyzes from making a decision? Okay, so decision. You, we forget that we make decisions every single day. You wake up and you make decision out of the habit. I'm gonna have a coffee or not, or I'm gonna buy coffee later. I'm gonna take this route. So this is this. Silly decisions, simple decisions that we take every single day, but we don't pay attention because it's a habit. Yeah, you know, it's nothing can happen if I turn here or there. But when it's about job, relationship, uh, starting new business, it's like, oh, what if I fail? But mm -hmm. what if we actually succeed? It's the way how we think. It's the way what story we start telling ourselves. And I'm going to go back again to the past experiences. When I was quitting my bosses and job, I was scared, oh my God, to death because I, I am immigrant who is gonna speak to me and learn from me. Maybe I'm not good enough. And good enough is, is the main reason when we avoid actually making decisions. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not good enough. I'm not uh, qualified enough. I don't, I will lose money or won't make enough money. So all these stories. So when, when I work with my clients and with myself, I always go to the story. What do I really, really am afraid of? Mm -hmm. And when we are afraid of opinion of others, how do they really add to your life? These strangers that are on the internet that you're gonna talk to or through Zoom or even your friends, how do they add to your, do they pay your bills? No. Do they pay for your clothes? Do, do, like how do they add to your life? So like, and if they don't, if they don't really accept uh, keeping you small, then you have to change your friends and change the people that you're surrounded with. Usually it's about people, what they're going to say about us and the family members is the biggest change. And and the skills also paralyzes us that, oh my gosh, I don't, I want to be a speaker, but I don't know if I can speak. You can learn it. That the life is a skill. You have to learn business skills, life skills. And there is always 
always something that you might, in your mind, you might say, oh, I, I can't. What if? I, in 2019, I spoke in India and one of the top, my topic was what ifs, how they steal our energy, energy stealers. And how much energy you put into it. Look, this, this crazy thinking that puts you in a cage that what if I can't, but what if I can? And uh, I re don't remember who said that, but either you think you can't or cannot, if then you think you can't or can, you are always always right. Yeah, it's true. So it's it's just this inner talk that we have. It's the main block that keeps us from moving forward uh, into towards the decisions and keeps us paralyzed. Cool. Now you have hinted at this a couple of times, but a lot of it has to do with our perception of things, right? So how do we see it? How do we define it? What label do we put to it, right? Can you oh speak God, to us a little bit about labels. how we work with perception? <laughs> how we work with perception? Mm -hmm. We have to invest in ourselves, educate ourselves and really get to know the way our thinking works and the stores. I, I'm going to steal. I'm like, oh my gosh, she is like an old type. Like, yes, I'm going to repeat over and over. Get to know your stories because most of these stories are not even yours. They are your parents, teachers, coaches at schools, and you just make, make them yours. So the perception is how... Yeah, based on my past experience, again, I'm going to repeat it. If I had a bad, a bad experience in starting a job or applying for a job or start, starting a career, I'm going to question myself. Then find, go on the internet or look at people that you admire and their stories, how many times they started and how do they get there? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Follow people that are ahead of you and to look from the different angle, if they can, why I can't? What is the story that is keeping you there? The perception is about the mindset that we have. Do I, do you, I'm sure you know that yep. what you focus on grows. So are you focusing on what can go wrong or are you focusing on what can go right? Yeah. And all big they have the same doubts, they have the same stories, but they decide to move on. The fear is there, but yeah. they say, I, I can do it. And if there is another challenge ahead of me, I know that I can, I'm confident in me that I can overcome it. If not, I will ask for help. I will check with people that already been there and they will show me the way. Absolutely. And I think it's also a little bit this moving away from this idea that decisions are final, right? Decisions are oh, a starting no. point. <laughs> I love it. No, no. Thank you for saying that. You know, decision grows with us. Yeah. What, what worked for me 10 years ago, five years ago, even yesterday might not work for me today or tomorrow. Yeah. And it's okay to change your mind. Absolutely. Just I don't know if you agree, but always check with yourself. How does it serve me? How do I feel about that? Is it healthy or not healthy? And, you know, go deep within. I'm always going to go within because it's where our wisdom is.
Yeah. I love like Ed Milet. I don't know if you know who he is, but he says all the time, if it's legal, if it's not going to hurt anybody and it's an opportunity, just try it, go for it. And I love that approach, right? If it's not going to hurt anybody, it's legal and it can help you grow, then give it a shot. <laughs> what have you got to lose? But also, I'm sure you experienced that too. Like we, you make a decision and something goes wrong and you have a choice again. You have to make another decision. Do I move forward or I stay here? Of course you move forward because it's your heart. It's, it's, you're a leader. And like, I, what, what you do at this moment, you just look, what can I learn? Yeah. What do I have to quit on and what I not repeat anymore? So it will move me actually forward. So you don't stop. I don't know who said that, but I also, you know, I'm, I'm, I have challenge with remembering the names. But if, if, uh, if you see the challenge, do you stop or do you go? Because growth is not stopping. Growth is moving forward besides the challenges are there, you know, accept the challenges are there. And, and then it's how we know when we know better, we do better. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you have mentioned being a leader several times. Can you give us your definition of what being a leader is and what that looks like? Well, I always look at myself. Uh, I grew up behind the iron curtain and didn't experience a lot of great leadership. So I always uh, experienced this forced and fear-driven uh, leadership. And inside, I knew that there is something better. So in my opinion, a leader is someone who takes a responsibility for who he, she is and walk their their talk so it's not that i learn online or in the class or uh, retreat something and i come and tell you how from now on how you're gonna do it i walk my talk first i present my values and show you that you can do it too and again leader is not someone with the name of or position not not ceo we are all leaders. We are all leaders. You, me, your neighbor. And it's just the way, how you, the perception, how you see yourself. And so take leader is someone who takes ownership and responsibility for their life. And if you have someone who you actually lead as a leader in the corporation, you are also responsible for them by how you show up. A leader is someone who is not afraid to make decisions. Leader is someone who is not afraid to fail and learn and move forward. And we all do it. So just someone who is authentic, true to myself first, right? Because what we all want, we want someone who is real, not someone who pretends that position makes me a boss. So listen. <laughs> me now i experienced leaders like that and i was like uh, no it's not for me <laughs> no i understand completely 100 agree now let's tap a little bit and we're quickly running out of time but let's tap a little bit into this idea of responsibility right because most of the time when i mention responsibility in a group setting or in a, when i'm speaking or whatever someone will come up to me and be like but you don't understand what i've been through you don't understand my circumstances. And they fall into this victim 
mindset almost. How can someone who's been through hard things, and we understand that hard things happen, right? But right. in your opinion, how can someone who's been through hard things still take on ownership and responsibility of their life moving forward? Well, without knowing the exact story, I don't really, like generally speaking, yeah. right? So generally speaking is always ask yourself questions. Again, questions are gold. Do I want to be a victim or do I want to be a victor of that story? Whatever, yeah. because every circumstances is some kind of story that we tell ourselves what happened. Yeah. The perception, uh, we feel hurt and yeah, we were fired. So they did it to me. So now what is, do you respond or do you react? It's mm -hmm. what how I see it. Reaction is a victim mode. It's a protective mode. It's like, I'm a victim. Everyone help me, save me. No, I'm sorry. This is not a good, probably, uh, news, but no one is going to save you. You are yeah. the only one who can save yourself by how you respond to the circumstances that are happening or happened. Because sometimes people leave, yeah, the old story oh, yeah. over and over and over. And I'm a victim because 20 years ago, he left me or 20 years ago, he fired or she fired me. Yeah. But look forward what can I do with what I have at this moment how can I grow with it where can maybe life and for me it's like it's it's just the how it is when I have challenged and and, and I because even with my awareness today sometimes I feel like I could be a victim and then it's like oh no stop what the life is trying to tell you that one of my coaches back in the time said Re, not re, it's not about rejection it's about redirection where life is redirecting you at the moment what you try to not see where you are trying to cover yeah you not see and cover your face so you don't have to see because behind that what we have to do we have to make a decision and it's <laughs> yes yeah, so Absolutely. victim or victor and ask yourself that question then make a decision where where can i go from here and i know that it's easier to say than done that's why you have us you have people that are mentors and coaches that are not inside of the story they are the observers and they can direct you and say hey look at this from that perspective what do you think and it's like oh i didn't think about that from this perspective <laughs> Okay. So I always like to end our conversations with something actionable that people can start using today, like right now, as soon as they're done listening. So someone who's listening to you and says, okay, Beata, everything you said sounds wonderful and amazing, but here I am feeling stuck or unsure, or I don't know where to go. Where would you suggest they start in order to make a change and make those decisions in their lives? Start where you are. Use what you have and do not stop until you get there <laughs> and if you want to get there you will find a way you will find people who will direct you and help you just don't quit don't quit on yourself that's awesome now any final thoughts that you would like to share with our audience and also tell us where to find you <laughs> Uh, well, the final thoughts are that you're amazing and you are so lucky having Mercy here and talking to you every Monday, right? Or every Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, every Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, it's Tuesday. 
every Tuesday. So please don't only take on her knowledge and wisdom, but also implement it. Yeah. Nothing happens when you don't take action. So Absolutely. take action, implement the knowledge. Absolutely. And where they can find me? Oh, you yes. can find me on all social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well, and uh, LinkedIn. Because yeah, leadership, I'm all about leadership, so LinkedIn is my place. But also you can go beataspeaks.com because I'm a speaker and also beatalifecoaching.com. And in a couple of weeks, I will start and it's all in making, but I will have a big announcement. So I'm going to tease you a little bit. I will, yeah, I'm preparing the mastermind for leaders all levels. If you are aspiring leader or someone who doesn't know how to lead yourself to challenges in life, stick with me follow me and you will you will find something awesome awesome so yeah go ahead and find beata in all social media especially linkedin and be on the lookout for that special announcement that's coming in a few weeks here i will add all your social links and all that to the description if you're watching on youtube it's on the description if you're listening to the podcast it is on the uh, episode notes so make sure you look for that and follow beata so you don't miss out on the great announcement that's coming up Beata, again thank you so much for spending this time with us and for sharing all this value and insight. It was amazing. I appreciate you. Thank you.